Hey, this is Graham, and I'm so pumped you're joining us today. If you're a part of our Grace community, whether in person or online, we would love to connect with you on social media at the Grace AG on all social outlets. But the best way to connect is to join our online campus at live.graceassembly.org. Here, you can create a profile and engage and connect with other Grace members all around the world. So we hope today's message encourages and challenges you. Let's jump right in. Uh, We are excited today to be able to share God's word. If we haven't been able to meet yet, my name is Tim Davis. I get to be the Connections Pastor here at Grace, and I have the honor of sharing God's word with you. So uh, we're going to just jump right in today. I want to welcome all those who are worshiping online with us and here in person. I believe that when a pastor first asked me to share today as I started praying and seeking God, I really do believe that the Lord spoke to me about a specific theme from God's word to share with you today. And uh, in light of that, I'm believing in faith that we're going to have some, uh, just a defining moment today, you know, that you'll be able to look back at today and say, you know what, something happened that day. I encountered Jesus at church. How many of you think that ought to be happening? Amen. <laughs> there ought to be places you can encounter Jesus and church ought to be one of them. Amen. So uh, we're looking forward to that today. So if you would just hang with us, especially those online, till we get to the very end of the service and we're going to spend some time just responding to the message and again, encountering Jesus. Well, turn on your Bible, if you have it with you, uh, and go to Matthew chapter 11. We're gonna start out there uh, reading the words of Jesus. I wanna read a couple of versions of the Bible today um, from this passage, just to get a fresh perspective um, and to, to really hone in on the words of Jesus and the promise that he makes us here in Matthew 11, verse 28. Let's check it out. I'm gonna read from the New International Version starting out. Stay with me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. It's a good place to say amen. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Another good place to say amen. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isn't that so good? So there's a promise right here. Jesus says if we're tired, we're weary, just come to him and he'll give us rest. Now, I wanna read it from the Message Bible, because again, just a a fresh perspective, okay? Listen close. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, Jesus says, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Amen, let's go home. Isn't that so good? It's so good. In fact, when I, when I read this, there was a word that, that just came up in my soul, and that word was refreshing, refreshing, being refreshed in the presence of my Jesus, and that's so good. In fact, I'll just be honest, man, a refresher sounds real good right now, doesn't it? Well, come on, a refresher sounds real good right now, and we got some. 
Thank you, Pastor Matias. Come on, put your hands together. That's all right. Amen. Pastor Wayne says Sunday mornings are all about fun. Celebration, right? If, hey, you got to be able to have fun in church. Amen. So, hey, you know what? I've got a, a refresher up here. And uh, March is my birthday month. But there's actually somebody in our church who has the exact same birthday as me. March the 6th. Her name's Lily, and I have a strawberry refresher for Lily. Come on, everybody give it up for Lily. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Be refreshed, my friend. Happy birthday. Awesome. Very cool. Hey, guess what else? Man, just sharing one is not enough, is it? Pastor Matisse has two more refreshers. Come on, let me see your hand bone, Mary, back there. Pa Pastor Matisse, Mary. All right, so we got one for down here on the stadium, but we've got, what is that? Another strawberry refresher. How about up in the stadium? Let me see your hand. All right, Pastor Matias, right up there. Talk to me. Keep waving at me. Right up there. You two ladies will just have to share it. How about that? Give them two straws, Pastor Matias. Actually, I just wanted to see how fast Pastor Matias could scale those that stairway. Give it up for Pastor Matias. Give him some oxygen, too. Awesome. We ought to be able to have fun in church, amen? Praise the Lord. Hey, the message today is refresher, all right? Makes sense? But I wanna, I wanna talk to you about three things that I think, I think are important about refreshing, okay? So let's talk about refreshing. The first one is this. You gotta know that you need refreshed. You gotta know that you need it. Now, I know some of you are like, okay, Tim, come on, man. I'm tired, I'm empty, I'm exhausted, I am stressed, I am full of anxiety, you don't know what my week has been, I need it, I need refreshing, it's a no-brainer, right, I'm empty, but I want to take a second and I want to talk to another group of people where, where maybe it's not so obvious. You see, there are others that are unaware of how badly you need to be refreshed. I think that there might be somebody that, that's listening today, and you're moving frantically from one activity, one task, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And the truth is, you, you are empty and you are unaware. In fact, I read a similar story in the Bible, in the Old Testament, about a guy named Samson. And here's the story. Think about this. Samson, Samson is endued with power from on high, supernatural strength, all right? So God, he can do incredible feats. I mean, it's amazing what this guy can do. He's so strong. And he does all these incredible feats to further the kingdom of God and bring God glory. It was the strength that he had was supernatural from God. But Samson got distracted. He got distracted by the lust of the eye. And he hooked up with this lady named Delilah. Now, throughout their relationship, Samson's enemies would come and they would bind him up and he would just flex, boom. The bonds would fall off, the chains would fall off, and he would be free and move right on. No problem. Just strength, brute strength from God. But a time came when Samson's enemies came and bound him up. And Samson had shared his, the secret of his strength with Delilah. 
And the Bible says in Judges chapter 16, verse number 20, listen in. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. And the Bible says that when he flexed, the bonds didn't break. And his enemies came upon him. They literally plucked out his eyes and he became a slave. Because the Lord had left him and he didn't even realize it. There's another group of people in the book of Revelation. In fact, it was a church in a city called Laodicea. Listen, this is what they say. The first part's what they say. You say, I'm rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. I don't need you, I don't need nothing. But, here's what the Lord says. You do not realize that you're wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Wow. They were totally unaware of their state. I have to be honest with you this morning. I believe that, uh, that I myself have been there. In fact, uh, just back as, as recent as November, right before Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving, my, uh, my mom had been diagnosed with cancer earlier in the year and she'd had surgery and, and then we got even a worse report uh, later in the year, right before Thanksgiving. And I was getting ready to go home. I'm the oldest of, of four kids and my dad is, is uh, absent, but I was, I was going home to that situation and my, my siblings had been texting me all week. They had all kinds of questions. We had to make some decisions about care and about her estate and all of those things that had to be done. And somebody sat in my office here at church and they just asked me two questions. And all of a sudden it was like, boom, my eyes opened. And I realized I was going home to take something to the people that I love that I didn't have myself. I was empty. I was spent. I was exhausted. I had nothing to give. And up until that moment, I didn't even realize it. I had no idea. I was moving from one task to the next, to the next, to the next, running here, running there, and I was totally unaware that I was empty. Suddenly, I was just transitioning into that crisis. The Holy Spirit grabbed my heart, and aren't you grateful that Jesus loves us so much that he doesn't leave us the way we are? Amen, amen. I ran to Jesus just crying out, Jesus, I'm desperate for a drink of living water. I'm so thirsty. I need refreshed. I need refreshed. Mm-mm-mm. That is good. So the first thing we gotta know is we gotta know that we need it. The second thing that I want you to see today, our second point here, let me get the clicker to work. There we go. You gotta know where to go to get it. You gotta know where to go to get refreshed, all right? Now, this refresher that I'm holding in my hand, uh, this one came from Hardee's down the street. <laughs> yeah, it's getting vocal up in here already. No, I, I'm sorry. It was Burger King right next door to Hardee's. That's where I got negative. No, oh, look, look. She brought her own refresher to church this morning. Look at that. And another. Wow. Good grief. 
No, and, uh, okay, I'm sorry. It was the other direction, McDonald's, right? They got these at McDonald's, negative? Okay. We know these refreshers only come from one place. Starbucks, you got it, yeah. These refreshers only come from Starbucks, right? One place is, uh, is where you get it. See, if you need a refresher, you gotta know where to go to get it. Let's check out Isaiah chapter 40. Listen to these words. Look at the scripture. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in President Trump will renew their strength. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, we've, we've, okay, yeah, we've made a shift. But those who hope in President Biden will renew their strength. That's not what the Bible says? But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll soar on wings as eagles. Are you hearing me? They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. It's those who hope in the Lord. Come on, somebody. It's those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. You got to know where to go to get it. It is in the Lord and the Lord alone. Can somebody say amen? So I have a question for you. Why do we look for refreshing anywhere else? It's only found one place, and it's in the presence of Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Son of the living God. That's the one place that we can find the refreshing that our hearts so need. Amen? Now, it's worth noting that we have to be careful when we are pursuing the refreshing that we need. You see, we can't mistake the things associated to Jesus for Jesus himself. There is a group of religious leaders in the Bible, they were called the Pharisees. And they focused on the things associated to God instead of focusing on a relationship with God. Are you tracking with me? And the Bible says because they did, they received a religious life not a refreshing life because they had connected again with the things of God and not with God himself. They received that religious life, the, the heaviness, the weight, the drudge. They didn't have the delight of serving Jesus with a relationship with him. They had the appearance on the outside, but they were empty inside. In fact, Jesus describes in a very specific way, and I want to read again from the Message Bible from Matthew 23, verse 27. Listen to what Jesus says. You're hopeless. You religion scholars and Pharisees, frauds. You're like manicured grave plots, grass clipped and the flowers bright. But six feet down, it's all rotting bones and worm-eaten flesh. People look at you and think you're saints, but beneath the skin, you're total frauds. These were people who were empty of Jesus, but they had the appearance on the outside that they were all okay. You see, it wasn't about what the Pharisees were doing. 
It was about what was on the inside. It wasn't their doing that was the problem. It was their being that was the problem. So going through the motions of doing more, even if it's church stuff, just checking off the boxes, listen to me, will not refresh you. I can't do refreshing. I must be refreshed. Amen? If we pursue anything outside of Jesus, even Jesus' stuff, then unfortunately, we will be left empty and frustrated, right? It's in the Lord that I renew my strength. Jesus said, come to me, I will give you rest. Come to me, I'll renew your strength. Come to me, I will refresh your soul. You gotta know where to go to get it. It's in the presence of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Amen. So, you gotta know that you need it. Secondly, you gotta know where to go to get it. Let's take a look at, thirdly, you gotta know how to activate refreshing. This is important because there's a difference in knowing about a refresher and experiencing a refresher personally. You know what I'm saying? You see, I've, I've heard, I've, I've read about these on the menu at Starbucks. In fact, there was a time I saw a picture of one inside Starbucks. Did you know that? I'd even talked to people who had had one, and they testified of their glory. But I have to tell you this morning, it was an entirely significant difference when I experienced one. Amen? Now, the ones that I drink are uh, hibiscus, right? Now, I'm not even sure what a, a hibiscus is. In fact, I have no idea what a hibiscus is. But isn't it cool just saying the word hibiscus? Right? So what are you drinking, Tim? Hibiscus. I mean, isn't that just a cool word to say? Hibiscus. It's one of my favorite words. In fact, I don't even, I'm not so much up in the taste. I'm just up in the word. I'm drinking me in a hibiscus. It's a refresher. Right? I don't know. It's just that word, hibiscus. It's so good. But when I experienced it for myself, there was a difference than just reading about it or hearing about it from somebody else. And so we have to understand that this refreshing is something that we, that we have to active, activate. Now, I understand, listen to me, I, do, I believe in the sovereignty of God. My Bible teaches me that God is sovereign, all right? You're like, what is it? What are you talking about? Sovereign, what's that even mean? Well, let me give you not Webster's, but Timster's uh, definition of the word sovereign. You with me? Um, God can do what he desires, when he desires to do it outside of my will or outside of your will. God's sovereign. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants, and outside of what you think he should do or what I think he should do. God is sovereign. However, I do believe, and we're gonna look at some scriptures that I believe will, will convince you and, in, and that scripture invites us to position ourselves for times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. 
I believe there are some things that we can do to prepare our hearts and position ourselves for some good things from God. Somebody say amen. All right, let's look at the first one. The first thing I think we can do is let go of the dead stuff. Let go of the dead stuff. Now, this is important because there's a difference in knowing, listen, stay here with me. It, um, there's a difference in being able to, to pick up this one and holding on to this. Why would I want to hold on to this when that's what I'm after? But unless I let go of this, I can't pick up this. Are you tracking with me? So I gotta get rid of that. In fact, it's really captured in Acts chapter three, verse 19. Let's look at it. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. Isn't God's word good? Listen to what he says. He says, repent, turn. You gotta let go of the dead stuff and then you'll be positioned for times of refreshing for me, you gotta let go of being empty. I think the, the problem is, and again, hold on to it here, because oftentimes there are things that we hang on to that we think are keeping us secure that are actually keeping us from the refresher. There's a story in the Bible, in fact, about a couple. Their name was Abraham and Sarah. Now, Abraham and Sarah got a promise from God that their descendants, their kids, okay, were gonna be so vast that it would outnumber the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Whoo! Shout now, mama. That's a lot of kids, right? And here's the key. They were not spring chickens. In fact, the Bible says they were getting way up in years. Now, I know none of us would ever be guilty of this. This happened somewhere else. This was with, with Abraham and Sarah, but they decided, because the promise was delayed, that they would just help God out a little bit. Now, I know nobody here does that. I know we would never be guilty of that. Not me, any of you, right? We would never try and help God out. We would just leave it to him, but here's what they did. They tried to help God out. So here's, here's, here's the story. One of Sarah's young uh, servants, they sent into Abraham, and she got pregnant, and she gave birth to a boy named Ishmael. And again, they thought, okay, this is, this is how we're gonna have to do it. But what happened was, Ishmael became a problem at home and even in the relationship between Abraham and Sarah. You have any kids like that? Ishmael was a problem, all right? But God shows up and makes good on his promise, and Isaac is born. And so now they have Isaac, the promise of God, and Ishmael, their attempt at helping God out. Are you following me? The Bible says that when we know what is right, we don't do it. Or we do what we know is wrong, it is sin. It is sin. Are you tracking with me? Ishmael became such a problem at Abraham and Sarah's house, God told Abraham, you're gonna have to send him on his way. You're gonna have to kick him out. You're gonna have to send Ishmael away from your home, even away from the city. Listen real close. I believe that there are some men and women sitting in this room today, and God's telling you 
There's some stuff at your house that you need to send on its way. That stinking attitude can't stay if you're going to pick up the promise of the Lord. If you're going to pick up this refreshing from Jesus, you can't hang on to that stinking attitude. You're going to have to send it on its way. Sir, ma'am, that pornography cannot stay. You're going to have to send it on its way. Are you hearing me today? That doubt, that unbelief, it can't stay. You're going to have to send it on its way. The only way that time of refreshing can come is if we let go of the dead stuff. we got to send it on its way. And so I want to encourage you today. God's got something good for you. There is no doubt in my mind. Mm-mm-mm. But you're going to have to let go of the dead stuff. You're going to have to be radical and send some stuff on its way. That relationship that you're hanging on to that's toxic and poison, I'm sorry, my friend, it's not making you more secure. It's tearing you up, and it's keeping you from the promise that Jesus has for you. Send him, send her on their way, and let's receive from Jesus all that he has for us. Amen? Somebody give God praise in God's house today. You got to get rid of the dead stuff. Secondly, you got to update serving others. Now, I know that you did something for Jesus back in 1962. Praise the Lord. I'm not making light of that. Praise God. That's awesome. But you're still breathing. Amen? So it's time to update that experience. It's time to update serving others. Now, let me try to see if I can make it plain for you. Proverbs 11:25. Whoever refreshes others will themselves be Come on, help me somebody. Refreshed. Whoever refreshes others will themselves be refreshed. That's what the Bible says. Look at the word of God. That's what it says. Uh, let me tell you something. As I look back over my life, the times that I needed a miracle, God gave me the miracle while I was praying for somebody else to get theirs. So often. Now, again, you can't just pay with God's sovereign. He does what he wants to, when he wants to, how he wants to. We already explained that. But I'm telling you, there have been times when I needed something from God. And as I prayed for somebody else, my miracle came. Isn't that so good? I don't understand it all the time. I just know this is what God's word says. This is his promise. He says, if you'll refresh somebody, I will refresh you. Isn't that good? Amen. Hey, you know what? I think somebody probably needs refreshed. I need some help out here. Can somebody come help me? All right, here we go. This is my friend Justin. Look at Justin's poor cup. Bless his heart. He's got nothing, right? So I'm going to share some. Ooh, you got some blackberries and raspberries in there. And wow. There you go, buddy. All right. Hey, I've just refreshed Justin. I just gave away some of our fresh. Everybody give it up for Justin. <laughs> Unfortunately, my refresher needs refreshed. And so I'm going to ask my friend Lily to help me out. Oh, yeah. Woo. Thank you, Lily. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Hey, I just got refreshed. I get, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Mmm, that's good. That hibiscus really tastes good with strawberry. We need to call Starbucks. 
<clears throat> let them know what's up. When we refresh others, we in turn are refreshed. So here's the deal. Look, look at me, listening online, this is it. Focus, put, put the scrambled eggs away. Look at the screen right now, here we go. Buckle your seatbelt. This is what, I've gone all that to share this. Refreshing happens in the giving, not in the getting. It's when we give, times of refreshing come from the very presence of the Lord. I wanna share one more story with you before we pray. Anybody know this guy? It's Tom Irwin. See Tom, does anybody know Tom? Let me see your hand. Yeah, lots of people, lots of people. I wanna just share just for a second about Tom before we pray. Tom Irwin is a dream team machine. This dude is amazing. I'll just tell you, Tom's here doing stuff, getting ready for church before, and has the, the, here in the building before most of you even wake up to get ready for church. He, he's a dream team machine. Now, here, here's a few little things about Tom. In August, coming up, Tom will be 89 years old. Where's your excuse now, my friend? <laughs> Let's sign up for the Easter teams right now, right? Think about that. Isn't that so cool? But, uh, and, and, and Tom serves in incredible ways, just incredible ways all over this place. Uh, he helps host back in the Super Safe service in the 9 a.m., and just does an incredible job. People, people love him. I think some people come to the Super Safe service just to see Tom. They're not really concerned about, you know, Super Safe. They just want to see Tom back there. And it's such a blessing because he is a blessing. He's a dream team machine. But, but I got to tell you, Tom's value is not in what he does. Tom's value is in who he is. It's who he is. Let me tell you why I say that. One of the things I get to do here at Grace is care, all right? So if somebody's in the hospital or, or sick or whatever, um, I do my best to reach out to them and just provide care, you know, pray for them and encourage them. And so Tom's been going through a little, some little health issue. And so what I do is each week, I just set some time in, in my week and I'll call everybody on our care list. And I get to call Tom every week. So for the last couple months, I, I've been talking to Tom on the phone a lot. And here's what happens. I'll call to talk about Tom. Tom wants to talk about me, my kids, Angie, my family. I'll call to be a blessing. And that dude overwhelms me with a blessing, man. I call to refresh him, and he dumps his refresher in my cup. I call to encourage him and share scripture. He's reading me scripture, encouraging me, talking to me about what God's doing. It's so cool. I will try to refresh him, but he refreshes me. I call to be a blessing, but he blesses me. I believe with all my heart that God wants to refresh some people here today. Refreshing happens in the very presence of Jesus Christ. You gotta go to Jesus to get it. There is no other place. So I believe that Jesus wants to refresh many here today who've heard this message, both here in person and online. 
And so I'm gonna ask you, if you'll be honest with me, and just confess like I was back in November, and say, you know what, Tim, I'm tired. I'm weary. I'm empty. Maybe for some of you, when this message started, you didn't even know. You were unaware of your tragic state. As I've been sharing today, you've realized, you know what? The truth is, if I go into another crisis, I don't have anything to give. I got nothing to offer that, that hurting friend. I've got nothing to offer my family. I've got nothing to offer that other one. Friend, I got good news. The presence of Jesus is here today. I said Jesus is here today. And he wants to refresh your soul. He wants to open up heaven and open up your heart and refresh your soul today. Amen. And so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Whether you're online or in this room, if you would say, you know what, Pastor Tim, pray for me. I need a refreshing from the very presence of the Lord. Whether you're in this room or in your living room, would you just, would you just stand to your feet right now, right where you are? You say, I need refreshing. Pray for me, will you? driving down the road listening in you just need to pull over right now it's time to encounter Jesus worthy is your name worthy is your name come on friend the Lord is here today maybe you just need to forget about yourself shut out the noise you deserve just focus on Jesus worthy is your name worthy is your name jesus you deserve the praise worthy is you, your it's you jesus worthy is your name come on will you sing that with jesus. pastor steve right now just sing it out to the lord you deserve the praise worthy Lift him up in this place. Jesus, Jesus we need you. We confess. You deserve the praise. We're empty. We're tired.
Lord, we lift you up. Jesus, we magnify you. Jesus, it's you we're after. Nothing else. Nothing else. our souls. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Lord, to do it. We can't do it in ourselves. Lord, it's you and you alone. Fill our hearts. Lord, let times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. our hands to you. Lord, we confess that we need you. Without your presence, it cannot happen. Dear Jesus, we that you want to refresh our souls. Lord, we're empty and we're dry, we're stressed, full of anxiety. Jesus, we come to you and you alone. You are the refresher. Jesus, make good on your promise today. As we focus on you, as we look to you, Jesus, yes, God. Yes, God. refresh our souls. Lord, send your Holy Spirit upon us even now in this moment. Lord, restore our souls, oh God. Revive us again, oh God. Restore your people, Lord. We need you. We need you, Jesus. Jesus is here. G. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we're so grateful you would love us so much that you would see us here on this Sunday morning and pour out your presence on us, God. Thank you for the refreshing that comes from your presence. We love you. We worship you today, oh God. Receive refreshing even now from the Lord. Be renewed. Mount up with wings like eagles. Run a weary walk and not vain in the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord. You may be standing in this room or maybe in your living room in the truth is right in the middle of God's presence the Lord is drawing you because you don't have a relationship with Jesus today and you know that if, if the Lord called your name you would not be ready for heaven today you can be ready today you can leave this place today you can be at home and have that peace knowing with confidence that that you are going to be in heaven one day and so if you're in this room or or online, they're going to drop a little tab in the chat where you can click on that, the notifying us that you're pl praying this prayer with us today. But if you're in this room, I want to invite everybody to pray this prayer with us because I want, I want them to know that there is a family that loves them. There are brothers and sisters going to come alongside of them and encourage them and walk with them in this new journey. Would you say amen? Let's pray this prayer from the front to the back, everybody together. Would you say, dear Jesus, thank you for speaking to me and drawing me close to you. Thank you for not pushing me away. I confess I need you. Forgive me for not including you in my life. Forgive me for trying to live on my own. I surrender to you. With your help, I will follow you from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it online or jump on the website at graceassembly.org and click the giving link so that we can continue to spread the message of Jesus all around the world. Have a blessed day. We'll see you next week.